effect a timely halt to deteriorating conditions and to ensure the common good, a state of emergency is declared for these territories by decree of Lord Cutler Beckett, duly appointed representative of His Majesty the King. By decree, according to martial law, the following statutes are temporarily amended. Right to assembly, suspended. Right to habeas corpus, suspended. Right to legal counsel, suspended. Right to verdict by a jury of peers, suspended. By decree, all persons found guilty of piracy, or aiding a person convicted of piracy, or associating with a person convicted of piracy, shall be sentenced to hang by the neck until dead. Sovereignty itself, of course, is not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, Sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to His Hardline. This is your place, this is your source to get the word of God, to learn true history of this nation. This is the place and the source where you get solutions on how to become a free people, to have the right to assemble, one nation under God, one community. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time and we will push him back on their side. Welcome to his hard line. It's time to get our nation back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Because they are in the captain's chair, they are the host, they are behind the wheel, therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters we call life. So welcome, glad to have you all here. It is Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before I get going on any type of commentary, I want to play something real quick. It's a little snippet from X-22. thought this was worthy of playing right off the bat. And then we'll get into another clip. And then we're going to talk about the Buck Act and the United States of America. So let's think about this for a second. Trump, in this truth, he said unprecedented cure. So let's go back to post 3724. This is December 18th, 2019. It said it must be done right. It must be done according to the rule of law. It must carry weight. It must be proven in the court of law. There can be no mistakes. Good things sometimes take time. Attempts to slow block the inevitable justice will fail. D's election interference, 2016. Clinton, Hussein, illegal FISA. D's election interference, 2018. Mueller. D's election interference, 2020. Impeachment. Projection. These people are sick. We, the people, are the cure. And we are the cure. Now, think about what Trump is saying. Unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cure. He's talking about the military. He's talking not just the military, but we the people with the military. So let's go back to post 23. You hear that? I thought that was interesting. We the people with the military. Let's keep listening. Just wanted to just point that out real quick. Great. No, and this is November 1st, 2017. Note military intelligence has the same saps as NSA, CIA, etc. as designated post 9-11. Why is this relevant? Who can be held hostage and controlled? CIA thinks its foreign offshore assets are strong enough to defend against the U.S. executive, not accounting for military use on domestic soil. Why does the Constitution explicitly grant this authority to the president? And what is it to prevent an insurrection? They knew our agencies would grow in power so much they could and hold the executive hostage or engage with bad actors. 
Trump nominated someone new to direct every agency but one. He controls the top. So let's go to post-2460. Remember what Trump said about suspending the Constitution? Because I do believe since the military stepped in, we're right now under military rule. Yes, and this is one thing that I've always talked about. We are under military rule. They are the governing body right now at the moment until we, the people, get our act together and we get our 38 states. This is why this is important. They want nothing more than to submit their authority to the civilian populace of the, these United States of America, which is a representative republic. Unfortunately, they cannot just submit that authority just, oh, here you go, guys. Um, we know the people should be self-governed and you guys inhabit, you know, inhabit this country. So we're just going to start submitting our authority to you. No, there's, there's a process. There is a thing called the Constitution. It has to be done lawful. It might not seem that way because remember Trump, he needs to wake the people up. He needs to show them everything because if you don't understand how the infiltration works, if you don't understand the system, if you don't understand how to take back the country from them, how are we going to keep it? And I'm not talking about the people that are awake right now, the, the people that have been studying this for a very long time. I'm talking about the rest of the country. So let's go to post 2460. This is November 7, 2018. It says, Article 1, Section 9 of the U.S. Constitution states, the privilege of writ of habeas corpus shall not be suspended unless when in cases of rebellion or invasion, the public safety may require it or in response to chaos associated with protests and mob action. Think about this for a second. So do we have an invasion right now? We do. It's on the southern border. That's actually an invasion. Do we have a rebellion are we going to have protests and mob action? I do believe so. We already had a rebellion. Wasn't the government overthrown? So what is Trump saying? Can the Constitution be suspended? What, what president did this? This was Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War. I do believe as more information comes out and this builds, this is the path we're going down. And I do believe Trump is letting us know Yes, it is confirmed. This is the path. Let's go to post 11. This is October 29, 2017. It says military intelligence versus FBI, CIA, NSA. No approval or congressional oversight. State secrets upheld under Supreme Court. Who is the commander in chief of the military? Trump is, not Biden. Remember, if the government was overthrown, the military reports to Trump. Trump is the commander in chief. Trump controls the military, not the puppet government that overthrew the United States of America. Trump, he's allowing the resident to be in place because he wants this to play out. He wants the people to understand when you have the government overthrown by a foreign entity, and I do believe it's probably the central bank, the World Economic Forum, and yes, other foreign countries were involved in this. Look what they do to a country. Look at the agenda that they push. He wants the people to see this. He wants the people to understand this. Down below it says, who is the commander in chief of the military? Under what article can the president impose military intelligence, take over investigation for the three letter agencies? What conditions must be present itself? Why is this so very important? Who surrounds POTUS? They lost this very important power. The one area of the government not corrupt and directly serves POTUS. The military will follow their oath to the Constitution. The military is already in motion. Trump, I do believe, is signaling everyone that this is the direction we're heading in because there's no other way except the military. The patriots are in control. Yeah, there is no other way except through the military. Now, <clears throat> some have been very critical about that. Well, you always hear people say, well, you got to be careful. Got to be careful. You don't want, you know, everyone keeps saying the military is the only way. Well, listen, if you go back and research your real history, ladies and gentlemen, we have been really under, uh, really in all complete honesty, we have been under military rule for a very long time. 
I believe it's General Order 100 that Abraham Lincoln signed, putting us in Lieber, you know, uh, what is it, under the Lieber Code. Military rule, it's martial, it's basically martial law. We've been under government or military rule for quite some time. Uh, somebody in the chat here was just asking if Trump is still in power, how can he be running for president for the third time? Well, he can honestly run for president. Honestly, well, the thing is, is that he's still commander in chief. He's not really the president. But when it, you got to remember, when it comes to the corporation, they can do whatever the heck they want in the corporation. But we've got to remember, the corporation is dissolved and it is being decimated right in front of our eyes. Okay, he cannot run. Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. I don't know if he can or can't. But to my knowledge, as far as right now goes, he can't run for president underneath the de jure government of these United States of America underneath the representative Republic. Why? Because we already have a president, which by the way, I gave you guys some homework a few shows back. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. If um, maybe some of the assembly members here probably already know, but uh, if you're an assembly member, keep it quiet. But for those that aren't in the assembly, have you done your homework to see and find out who is the president of the United States of America, the, the true United States of America, not the corporation. And like I said, the hint that I gave you was truth social. It's not very hard to find it. Yeah, Tara, I know you found it. I know <laughs> that was cryptic. <laughs> that was cryptic. <laughs> touche, very touche. Um, but the same, the same, uh, uh, <laughs> You guys are great. Um, and then the same um, person here, Metal God, was saying, so that means Trump is responsible for the Afghanistan debacle and the deaths of American soldiers. Well, no, because here's the thing. What do we know about all of that? If we can be completely honest, what do we know really about all of that? See, we're, we've been told stories. Okay, we've been told stories. Now, there's again, we the people are in control. Let's make no mistake. We, the people in the assembly, are under control. Unfortunately, we do not have enough people to assemble enough states yet to wield the true full power that we, the people, have. See, again, you got to remember, the military is in control. The mil See, this whole thing, this whole plan that's been taking place has been a long standing in effect. It has been going on since really the 50s and even beyond that, beyond General Douglas MacArthur. OK, because you got to remember what's going on in this nation. You have people, foreign entities that are trying to take this nation down from within. <clears throat> yes, because he is still in charge of the military because he is still the commander in chief. But again, he also takes direction from the top brass that also surrounds him. There's a thing called 21 requisition orders. Can't get into too much detail about any of that, but you got to remember these orders were given by the people to the Joint Chiefs, to the office of POTUS, to the JAG, and everyone else in the corporate DC area there. There is a process of restoring this republic And things have to be done a certain way. And some of those ways we're not going to understand fully. Why? Because you and I are not in the military. We're not in the intelligence community. And we are not told the full story. You have to remember that. See, we've been told a specific narrative. How do you know that narrative could be true? See, remember, this is war. You think they're just going to go right on out and tell us what their plan of action is? No. This is a massive game board that has been set for a very long time. And they're not going to show their hand 
anybody who's anybody with good critical thinking skills should know that. And that's fine. One would say that makes no sense if you think about it, but see what really makes sense. See the military, like, well, Destry just said it right there. The military has their own library. They have their own ways of doing things. Ways of doing things that's not tainted. This whole plan that has been long-standing to restore this republic, again, called Operation Blue Book, the Restore America Plan. See, one could look at the, at the optics of right now and be like, none of this makes sense. But see, you can't sit there and say none of this makes sense if you don't go back and look back one, two, three hundred years back in history, but especially within the last 150 years. You have to go back and look at the real true history of what's actually going on. I just find it very, very interesting that more and more of this is coming out. Now, with regards to the Buck Act and the United States of America, I want to get into that. But first, I do want to play this piece. Now, I find this, this, this guy that does these videos on YouTube, I find him entertaining. But also, <laughs> the guy's actually, in his own way of being comical, he's actually very truthful when he talks about very real items. Like, if taxes were honest, or if social media was honest, right? Or if this was honest, or if uh, fast food commercials were honest. Well, this one's on taxes because it kind of plays right into the topic of the Buck Act. Oh, look. The sun is once again positioned relative to Earth, indicating that every non-rich person in America must now personally calculate the amount of money they apparently owe to the world's richest, most powerful government. Was that Shakespeare? I majored in theater. Well, you're gonna need Horton Tax Prep. Spend some of your hard-earned money on us and we'll help you spend even more of your hard-earned money. Oh, thank God. God has nothing to do with this. My name is Roger. Oh, sorry, Roger. Horton Tax Prep may not be cheap, but neither is rotting away in a worm-infested debtor's prison for all of eternity. Something that almost certainly won't happen, but also something we'll constantly insinuate could happen. Our splashy website is absolutely flooded with incessant pop-ups, promoting the Horton Turbo Deluxe Sexy Magic Low Calorie Edition filing option that we'll claim is fully guaranteed to keep you on the right side of the law and maximize Maximize your deductions. Even if you already qualify for a free return, that'll give the exact same result. Free? <laughs> oh, uh, did I not mention that? Over half of Americans qualify to file online completely 100% for free, but good luck figuring out how. We don't mention it on our homepage and we actively hide it from search results. Even if you do somehow stumble upon the thing we're legally required to offer, we'll accidentally cause arbitrary paywalls to appear somewhere in the middle of this hours long process. $300 to continue for free? Research tells us uh, almost every single one of you would sacrifice your firstborn boy child if it meant not having to start over and obviously logging off and attempting to do money math on your own is completely out of the question. Your tiny monkey brains just can't handle it. It doesn't help we have an entire Dark Patterns team dedicated to f***ing with your head. Dark Patterns is a real term for intentional tricks, websites, and apps used to maneuver users into actions they don't intend, like accidentally spending more money or clicking on a service you don't want. That sounds illegal. Oh, look. Here are some funny animations of paper clips and squirrels and other assorted fun bullshit. They're combing through your return and looking for problems 
That sure is helpful, right, Mr. Tax Walrus? <laughs> in reality, our calculations are made instantaneously. There's no reason to make people wait, other than the longer they wait, the more terrified they become about this labyrinthian process, apparently created by money goblins during the Dark Ages, and the more assured they become that our overpriced tax wizards, and only our overpriced tax wizards, will protect them. Why does anybody care if my has a couple of mistakes in it anyway. <laughs> I mean, does the IRS really care about me? Shouldn't they be focused on billionaires and people whose tax dollars are actually significant? Well, you'd think so, but it's a hell of a lot easier checking for mistakes on a minimum wage tax return than one with seven figures. And thanks to several years of budget cuts, the IRS just doesn't have the money to go after people who have money. So instead, they're coming for you. I don't understand why taxes have to be this hard at all. This is the 21st century. My 16-year-old entrepreneur nephew started a cryptocurrency business from his smart toaster. Well, it's probably because Horton Tax Prep hands literally millions of dollars to government officials to ensure the tax filing process remains brutally complicated forever. But our platform makes filing easy. Uh, it's actually not letting me file. Um, is that a glitch? Oh, no, 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 no. That's another uh, fun dark pattern feature. Sure is. But don't worry. You can talk to one of our overpriced tax wizards right now. Will they be able to help in a meaningful way? Yeah, unlikely. But you can pay them out of your tax refund. But I owe money. Get used to it. So remember, this April, before you tear all your hair out calculating the best way to pay for not health care, File with Horton Tax Prep. Because if you could do it yourself or for free, what would you need us for? I'm Roger, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and so <laughs> it's just that guy, I tell you, he's spot on with every single thing he talks about in the most honest fashion. Um, but it does lead into the topic of what we're going to be discussing here in a second uh, with regards to the Buck Act. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so it's just, you know, and the thing is, and I believe if you actually listen to Donna Brandenburg too on BNN, every Tuesday she has this guy on there, John Tater. Uh, they call it Tater Tuesdays. Now, there's some things he says and he talks about that I do agree with, and it does seem that. You know, I mean, he knows his stuff when it comes to the Constitution, but there are some other things that he just, eh, he's just not quite, um, he's stuck in de facto land, as some of us say. You know, he's just, I don't know, he's just, he still has a few things, I think. He needs, it's like somebody once said, if your cup is filled up with knowledge that you think to be 100% true, then there's no room to really fill the cup up with actual solid substance. So, you know, I mean, again, he's very bright when it comes to the Constitution, but there are just some things that he's just, eh. and I've called it out right on the chat. I've even told him, I said, there are some things that you are saying that I just think you're completely wrong on. And he's laughed at it, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, the thing of the matter is, is we all have the same common goal. We want to restore this nation. We want to restore this republic. This country has been ran by the wrong operators, by the wrong people for so long. Not just this country, but the world really at large. So now, as far as the Buck Act and the United States of America. Now, the United States of America includes the 50 sovereign and independent states who are freely associated together in a union. And remember, it does not include the District of Columbia, which was created by the Constitution of the Union as the legal home of the federal government, if you will. Okay, Now, that government was intended to be a servant to the United States, not their master, like they all portray themselves to be. Now, in order for the federal government to tax a citizen of one of the several states, 
Now, I learned something here. Now, citizen has always been seen as kind of a bastardized term, right? Because a citizen is technically, and, and from what I have been always understand, you know, understood, a citizen is an employee, if you will, of the corporate government. But there is two different citizens, one with the uppercase C, one with the lowercase C. That's right, Oscar. And if I recall correctly, watch, I'll get this backwards like an idiot. The one with the uppercase C is the one that we are referenced as. The sovereign you know, people of this nation. The lowercase C is the one, if you ever see lowercase C, that's the one that we are not. So this one in reference of what I'm reading here in this PDF regarding the Bucks Act, it's a capital C. So in order for the federal government to tax a citizen of one of the several states, they had to create a contractual nexus. Now, this contractual nexus is called Social Security. And the federal government always does everything according to principles of law. Now, in eight, uh, not 18, excuse me, in 1935, the federal government instituted Social Security. This was another co topic, actually, that Donna and I were discussing earlier this evening. We were talking about why that formulated and how it got used and abused for other purposes that it should have never been used for, which was to retire and have a, you know, a recess of life for 20 to 30 years. So the Social Security Board then created 10 Social Security districts, creating a, quote, federal area, which covered the several states like an overlay, right? Sorry, I was just reading something here. I had to make sure that I had the lowercase and upper uppercase C correct. Okay, I'm glad I did. Yeah, it is backwards. Lower C, lowercase C means the corporation, and the uppercase C citizen is the inhabitants of the of these United States of America. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad I didn't foobar that. All right. <clears throat> so in 1939, the federal government instituted the public salary tax of 1939, which is a municipal law of the District of Columbia, taxing all federal and state government employees and those who live and work in any federal area. Now, the government knows it cannot tax those citizens, upper, uppercase C, by the way, who live and work outside of the territorial jurisdiction of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, or Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2. So in 1940... Congress passed what was called the Buck Act, which is 4 U.S.C.S. 104-113. Now, in Section 110E, this act allowed any department of the federal government to create a federal area for imposition of the Public Salary Tax Act of 1939. And so the imposition of this tax is at 4 U.S.C.S. Section 111. And the rest of the taxing law is in Title 26. Now, the Internal Revenue Code, the Social Security Board, had already created an overlay of the federal area, of a federal area, excuse me. Now, as a result, the federal government created federal, quote, states, end quote, which are exactly like the sovereign states and it occupies the same territory and boundaries, but whose names are capitalized versions of the sovereign states. Now, remember that proper names and proper nouns in the English language have only the first letter capitalized. We need to remember that. So, for example, the federal state of Illinois, which is in all caps, is overlaid upon the sovereign state of Illinois, which is capital I, and then lowercase, L-L-I-N-O-I-S. Further, it is designated by the federal abbreviation of I-L, both capital letters and that abbreviation. So instead of the sovereign state abbreviation of I, capital I, and then lowercase L, lowercase L, 
the same would be applied like Arizona with, you know, the corporate Arizona being capital A, capital Z instead of the lawful abbreviation, which is capital A and then lowercase R, lowercase I, lowercase Z. Same thing with Michigan, capital M and then lowercase I-C-H, not M-I. See what I'm saying? So if you use a two-letter capitalized abbreviation, you are declaring that the location is under the jurisdiction of the federal government instead of the powers of the sovereign state. See what I mean? Excuse me. So as a result of creating these shadow states, the federal government assumes that every area is a federal area and that the citizen, capital C, therein are federal citizens, which is a lowercase c, according to them. So according to 4 U.S.C.S. Section 110D, the term state includes any territory or possession of the United States, 4 U.S.C.S. Section 110E. And I quote, the term federal area means any lands or premises held or acquired by or for the use of the United States or any department, establishment, or agency of the United States, any federal area, or any part thereof, which is located within the exterior boundaries of any state, shall be deemed to be a federal area located within each state. Now, there is no reasonable doubt that the federal state is imposing directly an excise tax under the provisions of 4 U.S.C.S. Section 105, which states in pertinent part, and I quote, Section 105, state and so forth, taxation affecting federal areas, sales and use tax. No person shall be relieved from liability for payment of, collection of, or accounting for any sales or use tax levied by any state or by any duly constituted taxing authority therein having jurisdiction to levy such tax on the ground that the sale or use with respect to which tax is levied occurred in whole or in part within a federal area in such state or taxing authority shall have full jurisdiction and power to levy and collect any such tax in any federal area within such state to the same extent and with the same effect as though such area was not a federal area. Now, irrespective of what tax is called by state law, if its purpose is to produce revenue, it is income tax or receipts tax under the Buck Act for USCS Section 105-110 under the Humble Oil and Refining Company versus Calvert. Now, excuse me. Now, thus, the question comes up, what is a federal area? Well, a federal area is any area designated by any agency, department, or establishment of the federal government. Now, this includes the Social Security areas designated by the Social Security Administration. And any public housing area that has federal funding, a home that has a federal bank loan, a road that has a federal funding, and almost everything that the federal government touches, though any type of aid, through any type of aid, as in Springfield versus Kenny. Now, the federal area touches attaches to anyone who has a social security number or any personal contact with the federal or state governments. And so thus, the federal government has usurped sovereignty of the people and state sovereignty by creating these federal areas within the boundaries of the states under the authority of the federal constitution, Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2, which states, and I quote, The Congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States. And nothing in this Constitution shall be so construed as to prejudice any claim of the United States or of any particular state. End quote. Therefore, the United States, excuse me, therefore, the U.S. citizen, lowercase c, by the way, which is the citizens of the District of Columbia, again, the real employees of the, quote, federal government, 
residing in one of the states of the union are classified as property and franchises of the federal government as an individual entity. Now, under the Buck Act, 4 USCS sections 105-110, the federal government has created a federal area within the boundaries of all the states. Now, this area is similar to any territory that the federal government acquires through purchase or consent, or excuse me, purchase or conquest, excuse me, or conquest, thereby imposing federal territorial law upon those in this federal area. Now, under federal territory, law as evidenced by the executive branch's yellow-fringed merchant law flag flying in schools, offices, and all courtrooms. So when you send mail using the two-letter capital abbreviation for the state, you are addressing the corporate shadow state created by the Buck Act as an extension of the Federal District of Columbia, and you are accepting the jurisdiction of the all-capital letters, by the way, federal government within the borders of the sovereign states. Then, to really lock down their control, the federal government created an artificial person, all caps, by the way, an artificial person to whom they could address all their demands. This person is your name in all cap letters. Look at your driver's license, ladies and gentlemen. Look at your birth certificate. Whenever you receive a letter from the government addressed in all cap letters, such as John Smith, all capitals, instead of your proper English language, you know, proper noun, capital J, O, and then lowercase O, H, N, capital S, lowercase M, I, T, H, John Smith. They are addressing a legal fiction, a straw man whom they assume that they own. And since they are going on the assumption that they own this straw man, which they actually don't, and you can learn how to take that title to this straw, you know, you can learn how to take title to this straw man. I believe there's one man in this chat that actually has done that, but they assume that whatever money comes into the property under the straw man belongs to the master government. Therefore, you know, here's the thing, like what you are experiencing right now is an unprecedented grab for power by the federal government right now. So in fact, agents of the quote federal government have no jurisdiction within the borders of these separate and sovereign United States or over the straw man, unless you give it to them. This is one of the reasons why we are assembling. We have to return to our jurisdiction. We have to assemble our states. We already have the power. We just need more strength. We need those strength. We need that strength in numbers to be able to wield that sword, that that weapon that we the people actually rightfully have. We just can't do it with 15 states. We need 38 states, three quarters of the 50 states. I'm sorry. I'm like looking at the chat here. I was kind of off in a different window here. <clears throat> Seems to me we have a bit of an, uh, I don't know if I'd call it an infiltrator, but an obfuscator here. Just reading some of the comments here for a second. Somebody who claims that they served, I'm not going to sit here and say whether if they did or didn't, because again, like all stories and narratives, we can't really confirm nor deny it. But yes, I would be very careful, Metal God, because we do have a lot of veterans. We have a lot of people that listen to this show, a lot of people that love this nation. What you call complaining is actually a redress of grievances. It's very interesting to see what you're writing here, my man. If, in fact, what you're saying is true, listen, first off, let me just say this. 
I do thank you for your service. I thank you for your service. And I'm deeply sorry for whatever atrocities that you've probably had to experience overseas when dealing in real war. But make no mistake. Make no mistake. I was going to say, we have some moderators on here. I gave power of moderation to some people. But make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot of good, solid people here. We have good men and women who serve this nation proudly. A lot of good men and women. I have people in my family that served in the Air Force, Army, military. We have active people who still are serving this great nation. A stepbrother and a stepsister, both actively right now serving their country in the United States Air Force. I have a cousin who is serving actively right now in the United States Marine Corps. I don't know who this metal god was. I've never seen, because I've never, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen him follow the channel before. I'm pretty certain he's somebody that's just trying to cause a ruckus and stir up trouble. It's no surprise we have it in the assembly. We have it in the, you know, local municipalities. We have it everywhere. I mean, it's no surprise. Why do you think I wasn't really giving him much attention? Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, this is called, this is really, honestly, this is the art of war. And I, I shouldn't say the art of war. This is the nature of war. That's what I want. This is the nature of war. We may not be active in a military right now, you or me, right? Right now. But we are part of this war in a big, big way. Again, the military right now wants nothing more than to submit and serve the people of America, submit their authority to the civilian sovereign people of this nation. Okay. But again, it has to be done lawful. This is why we are assembling our states, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we have to get our counties settled. If you want to know more information about how to go about doing that, go to the National Assembly website. It's national-assembly.net. Let me repeat it two more times. National-assembly.net. That is www.national hyphen, that's a little dash, and then assembly.net. Click on the forums page. Sign up for a free account. You can be able to participate in the forum chats. Find your state, find your county, see who's involved, see if your state's situated. If you don't think your state is assembled, reach out to me. My email, jm j direct at gmail.com or protonmail.com either one and i'm thinking about switching email services by the way because i don't know the fact that proton mails in switzerland i mean scott with bards fm was raising a good point i mean you got the cia in switzerland you got cern in switzerland you got the you know the central bank in switzerland it's like eh pretty certain nothing good comes out of Switzerland. I, why am I using proton mail? You know what I mean? So zero Michigan was saying smart mail. I should check that out. I know Scott was talking about, uh, what is it? Uh, it wasn't smart mail. What's it called? Now, um, mm, he just took it on as a sponsor on a show. What was it called? Is it smart mail? Is it something else? I don't know. It's a service. I, I need to check other things, but I need to get away from Google. I need to get away from proton mail. It's probably a reason why, you know, I'm probably not getting a lot of my emails, but, um, start mail. That's what it is. Start smell. Yeah. Start mail, <laughs> start smell mail. I can't, boy, I can't even talk. Wow. But anyway, but yeah, um, we got to be very careful what email services that we're using, but you know, back to that metal God, first off, that should kind of look, I don't want to pass judgment. Cause again, we don't know the guy or gal, whoever he or she is right. Or furry. 
they prefer furry. I don't know. I mean, it is 2022, but you know, the screen name tells me everything. And in, in some cases, I mean, anytime you, 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 you at, you know, you place something in front of, you know, a name like metal, right. And then you use a capital G O D I'm sorry, but that's a, that's somebody that is in desperate need of some major prayers. So we'll, we're gonna have to say a prayer for him or her, whoever that is. I'm just going to go on the, go on a whim and say it's a him. All right. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, this is just this, this is exactly what we deal with on a daily basis from a county level to a state level, to the federal level, on a podcast level, to a community level. And it could be your next door neighbor. You just never know. This is the kind of nonsense we're dealing with. You want to know why these people hate America. These people want to distract and bring down this nation from within. See, and that's why what makes me kind of a little suspect about that supposed veteran a soldier if he was real which i highly doubt he is because if he was real and he really cared about restoring this republic like any true veteran and active duty military service man or woman would actually really want to do you would first open your ears and listen that's number one number two you wouldn't be spouting out at the mouth like that like a loose cannon aiming at nothing and not hitting a single thing on your target. What do you, it's like, what are you trying to hit my man? Nothing. He's definitely got it twisted here. He does not realize <laughs> the amount of good men and women here, like Tara's husband, Robert. That's a man I'm going to say thank you to my mom served in the air force. That's a woman I'm going to say thank you to for the service. Um, who else was in here? Did I see Oscar? Oscar, did did you serve? I believe you served too. Did I read that right up there? I think I was like I'm trying to scroll through the comments. Don't make me scroll, Oscar. <laughs> put put it down there if you did or not. USMC, U.S. Marine Corps. I thank you, Oscar, for your service. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank the people that I know, or that I can verify easily. If I don't know you personally, that I can verify that, you know you were a service member of, of this fine country of ours. Thank you for your service. And anybody who is listening to this on the download side, if you served your nation, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I almost went to the Marines after 9-11 occurred. I had a recruiter sitting at my dinner table. I almost went. And yes, you know what? That's a very good point, Destry. And thank you, especially to the men and women who serve on the civilian side of this battle, because it is just as real of a battle on the civilian side as it is on the military side. Destry with 11 years and counting. And that man, him and Paul and other men like Joe and others, Darren, there's so many. I'm not going to keep last names out because, you know, privacy purposes, of course. But some of those men and women that are in the assembly have both served not only in the military, but also on the civilian side. It's a very real battle that's going on, folks. But yeah, as far as... As far as Metal God, you know, we're, we're going to keep him in our prayers today. I mean, I'm not going to be hating on the guy. I mean... He obviously was trying to infiltrate. That's fine. I, you know, he didn't really stir too much here. I mean, you guys are pretty calm, cool, and collective, you know? So anyway, but that is the Buck Act. And I thought that was a very interesting read. And I, just for the record, because I want to give this state, it's not quite an assembly yet, at least not, you know, on the official capacity, but I went to the Minnesota's uh, website the Minnesota assembly website. And I believe they're close, but I got this information from their website. So I want to give credit where I find information where, you know, credit is due. So to the Minnesota general general assembly, want to say good job. I, I really enjoyed reading this, this PDF from your website. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, I guess, moving right along. We got other States that are moving right along. Nevada, you know, Texas, Arkansas. I mean, we got so many states that are moving along. Illinois, I believe Iowa. We're going to get our 50 states, folks. Make no mistake. And again, that website, national-assembly.net. That's it. 
All right. So let's play the warrior's prayer real quick, and then we'll close this out. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepares for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth. May I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. May it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace. May I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen, indeed. And we're going to throw out a little extra side prayer for our friend, Metal God, but I'm going to say Metal God with a lowercase g, not an uppercase g. Don't get it twisted. And only There's only one that can have the title of uppercase g, and that's the God Almighty up in heaven, our divine creator. Come on back. All right. There's only one God. And there's nothing in front of or on top of that, you know, or behind or in front of that God. Yeah, we'll call him Metal Man. I like that. I like that, Zero Michigan. That's a better... (laughs) We're going to pray for our friend Metal Man. Or woman. I mean, we don't know the gender by the name. Or Metal Furry. No, I don't want to joke. I don't want to joke. But seriously, we are going to say a little prayer. I I don't want to poke fun, really. As much as I do want to, I I can't. We can't, okay? So let's say a little prayer for, for Metal Man. We'll just say that. Well, we do pray that, you know, Jesus does um, touch his heart. We pray that, well, he finds his way, you know, um, if he is true in his story, in his commenting, if he is true God with his service, he must be a very, very deeply angry and troubled individual. Whoever he is. Touch his heart tonight. Bless him or her, whoever they are. Help them find peace. We pray that the Holy Spirit works through Metal Man tonight and tomorrow going forward in their life. Not sure what their motive was. Not sure what they wanted to accomplish. We have an idea, but we can't assume. Only you know. So we just pray that you just allow the Holy Spirit to work through them and that the love of Jesus will touch their heart. And we pray all this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Like I said, it's very easy to poke fun and criticize. Uh, Trust me, I've done my share of it, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not saying I'm proud of it. All right. There is a time and a place, sure. But more than anything, we need to unite. No matter what his goal or purpose was, Right? We're just going to assume it was a he. Okay. No matter what his goal or purpose was, we don't know his story. Right. And so all we really can do is keep trusting in the one true God in heaven and pray for them. Pray for these people because clearly they're troubled with something. They're dealing with a demon. We don't know what demon, but they're dealing with a demon. And we can only have sympathy for folks like this because you know they don't know the real spirit and the true power that lies in the name of proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ so we have to really truly be um we need to be not just humble in our servitude but we have to be very firm and and uh sensitive and loving if you if you will with you know you know with 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 people like this All right. 
They need people like us more than they realize. They need God more than they realize. And it's up to us to shine that light. So I hope he finds peace. I really, I really do. I really do. That's why I didn't really put too much emphasis or attention there. I figured you, you, some of you here already know um, if you're an admin or not. Um, I think um, I'm counting the list right here. One, two, um, let's see. You know what, Oscar? I'm going to make you an admin too because you you are on this show a lot. You're an admin now. Um, I know I made Destry one, I think. You know what, Tara? Because you and Robert are outstanding. And since we met you face-to-face, I'm making you an admin as well. Oh, it says max 10 administrators. I can, Man, I got to figure out who doesn't come here that often, release one of them as an admin and make you one. <laughs> but I try to make those who are often at the show the most an admin because if you see something like that especially if they're getting very abusive right then yeah block them off the show but you know i i typically let someone like uh metal man go for a while because you know they're just going to show their true colors anyways i don't have to sit here and argue with them i mean if you saw the amount of people that infiltrated and would argue with donna at her own property when we went to her pie party at her horse barn that katie and my daughter and i went to she had someone show up on her property before it really got busy and got up in her face almost in her barn and i tell you donna doesn't play she escorted her rear end right to the car sat her in her car with of course other people backing her up and basically told her, you can ask, you can leave right now. You are no longer welcome here anymore. I mean, she don't play. You're going to get these people. It's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Literally the nature of the beast. Well, anyway, I hope you all have a great day or night, wherever you're at in the world. Remember, here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and yes, we are uncompromising. Why? Because we will not allow the enemy to cross on our side, the good side, the righteous side, right? If you're going to come to the side of light, you leave that darkness on your side. We do not want any of that darkness. Well, it doesn't matter anyways, because darkness doesn't exist on our side. We have so much light. Remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and have a peaceful night or day wherever you're at in the world. to effect a timely halt to deteriorating conditions and to ensure the common good, a state of emergency is declared for these territories by decree of Lord Cutler Beckett, duly appointed representative of His Majesty the King. By decree, according to martial law, the following statutes are temporarily amended. Right to assembly, suspended. Right to habeas corpus, suspended. Right to legal counsel, suspended. Right to verdict by a jury of peers, suspended. By decree, all persons found guilty of piracy or aiding a person convicted of piracy or associating with a person convicted of piracy shall be sentenced to hang by the neck until dead. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We are warriors for Christ, ladies and gentlemen, and that enemy has crossed that line for the last time, and we will push the enemy back on their side. It's time to get our nation back. It's time to return to God. need to repent of our sins. If we plan on moving forward as a nation under God, we need to ask for his forgiveness. And he 
each and every day. Remember, you need to ask and invite Jesus Christ in your heart each and every day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline, and please come back, share this podcast far and wide, and don't forget to share the website, www.hisheartline.com. We'll see you next time.